Hello, this is Elbany Riggins, life and relationship coach and author. I am the host of Relationships Really Do Matter podcast. On this podcast, we discuss the issues that destroy the very nature of relationships and how individuals can discover new ways of thinking, behaving, and believing to become their own solution for change to transform and produce healthy, loving relationships in their lives. Listen in. Welcome, welcome to the Relationships Really Do Matter podcast. This is your host, Elbany Riggins. We are still in our four-week series as we discuss about the three versions of, of a woman. And in this series, this week, we're talking about the discovery process that these women are going through. These women are now in the discovery of what she really wants to embody so this is what they're they're they are in their relationship their discovery they're discovering something of what they really want to embody in their relationship so without further ado we're going to go ahead and jump right in because I'm just as excited to go through this week series as just going back and just listening to some of the um, podcasts and I'm just taking interest in the conversation that I've been having with you all but also about you know how these lives of these women are playing out and how similar that they are but yet different but this um, week as we talk about the discovery I want you to know that when they are wanting to embody something they're wanting to be become or they're setting their character that they're going to step into something so they're discovering some things that they want to step into that's what we're talking about here in this this week's episode and remember the three different versions of these women one of the women she feels alone in her relationship one another one is she has a fear of a fair relationship with her partner and then the third one wants to feel heard cherished supported and understood by her partner. So these three different versions of these women that are experiencing these challenges in their relationship, they have all of these things that they are feeling, experiencing, and they have all these different thoughts. But now they're able to discover, hey, what is it that I truly want to embody in myself and in this relationship? And so we're going to open up with the version of woman one who feels alone in her relationship. So remember that what her struggles was is that she she lacked trust. She wouldn't share her truth and she felt a sense of hopelessness in her relationship. So she really felt like she was alone in her relationship. That was her struggle. And um, the thing about her discovery is that She's now beginning to understand all these feelings that she's had and these things that was in a post, that she was in opposition in her relationship. And she realizing that her discovery, her point of discovery is that, hey, I don't want to feel like that anymore in my relationship. And what she's really discovering is that I now want to have confidence in my relationship, not just confidence in her partner. But she's saying she wants confidence in her relationship and she wants trust. And she also wants a connection. She wants a connection because she feels alone. She wants trust because she doesn't believe in her relationship. And she wants confidence because she wants to feel secure that she has a relationship with her partner, meaning that they have a working relationship. So how does she embody these things? The confidence piece is that they interconnect because in order for you to feel completely confident in your relationship, you have to have trust in your partner. You have to have trust in your relationship, meaning that you have to believe in your partner. Your partner has to believe in you and you have to feel completely confident and secure and connected in your relationship. So. She wants to feel connected to her partner. She wants to feel confident and she wants to have trust in her partner. So how do you embody all of that? 
But first of all, I believe that in order for this woman who feels alone in her relationship to build confidence, trust in her partner, a connection with her partner, passion, build the passion back up, she first has to start small. She has to introduce trust back into her relationship. So in order for her to be able to trust, she has to be willing to trust him. In order for her to be willing to trust him, she has to let go of the past, right? She has to let go of the past and she has to begin to reset, you know, do a reset, a do-over. So in order for her to do that, she has to be willing to let go of some of the issues that she had. But of course, in the process, her and her her partner has to create some boundaries. They have to have conversation and she has to be willing to accept and compromise and let go of the things that she once was hurt from or the things that she believed. So she has to, of course, change her beliefs. She has to believe that he's capable, but he has to agree. He has to be in some form of agreement that, okay, I'm willing to do this. And so once he says he's willing, she has to be willing to allow him that opportunity to embody trust. So if she's going to do that, she has to step into it. So she can't just, you know, sprout of the fence. She has to say, you know what? I have said that I want to I want to develop trust in my relationship, so I'm willing to let go of all the negative, the negative things that I was hurt from, the negative thoughts, the negative beliefs, the negative patterns and behaviors that I held on to. I'm ready to let all those things go, and I'm ready to start over and do a reset and refresh and start over from scratch, cleaning the canvas, starting over with a clean canvas, and I'm ready to say, I'm trusting, I'm allowing trust in my relationship and allowing to trust to flow from her. Um, and she's, from that, he has to allow her. He, he has to show her that he's trustworthy. So he has to give her something to build upon. Because the moment he begins to lag therein, She's going to go back. She's going to revert back to the thought of not trusting. She's given him an opportunity to start over. So he has to be willing to start over fresh and allowing her to know that he is trustworthy. He's tr- He's worthy of her trust by doing, making the right decisions, by showing up, by being present. So in order for her to body that, she has to be a, be willing to allow herself to become this woman who has trust in her partner regardless of what happened in the past she just has to be willing to do that and it's not as easy as it's said but it's something that you have to you have to work be a work in progress but you have to learn how to embody this thing quickly because you can't drag on with this thing and and believing for change if you're not willing to just step into it and move forward with it Embody is what it is. If you want to have confidence, you have to be willing to let go of the doubt. So confidence is, we build our confidence by having a sense of knowing. So he's he has to be willing to give her that level of security of knowing that he's there, that he's present, that he's actively going to... Um, be in agreement with her and give her a sense of security, give her truth, holding his meaning, holding himself accountable and also be open and sharing to allow her to believe in him again, believe in him by, you know, you can change a person's mind and perspective about you by how open you be with them. So say, for instance, if he was closed and shut off and he was reserved or he was not Um, allowing her to be a part of play a role in his life and he wasn't sharing information and not allowing her to be involved in his personal life, being involved in what's going on and letting her know things that's going on. She would still be feeling a little bit insecure. I, I would believe she would. But if he opened the doors and he begins to 
invite, be more inviting to allow her into his life, to allow her to play a part in some significant things that he have going on in his life. Like simply like not even allowing her to see that he's being so secretive. So, or being so inconclusive to things, but he's more concluding, meaning that He's allowing her to be able to to see his calendar. Simple thing. Like he's not being so held back with information, but he's allowing her to see his calendar. He's allowing her to um, access things that she normally wouldn't access. Or he's willing to share information that he normally wouldn't share. Simple things like when you come into the room, how tight do you hold on to your personal things like are you trusting her with having your cell phone out are you trusting with her having your wallet out are you trusting with her to leave your bank statements open I mean things I mean simple things like that now that's not all but I'm just saying things that routines that he normally wouldn't do before that he's allowing her to be open to seeing how open is he willing to share his experiences at work with he's what he has going on in his personal life with work or you know or his ventures or um conversations he's having with his guy friends? Is he more so inviting her to come along with him and his friends, you know, more so than ever? Is he including her more than he has ever did before in the past? Those things bring a sense of security to a woman when she feels like she has been left out or he's not being this open or he's not really making her a part of his life and when he when he's sitting down with his business plan or creating a calendar or he's talking about things that he's getting involved and he's asking her questions he's allowing her to ask questions and he's open to discussions about hey what he's planning what he's thinking and he's asking her I want you to help me he's getting her involved it brings a sense of security to the relationship that he is present and allowing her to be present with him in this relationship that they are a team so to embody that these are some things that have to take place and she has to be willing to allow herself to go there with him as well. So that's how you create a sense of confidence in your relationship with your partner is how you're interacting and how your roles are playing out together. Um, That trust is like, he's not withholding information. He's being completely accountable to his actions. So say for instance, if you are married to, or you in a relationship with a man that takes a lot of business trips or has a lot of activity that calls for him to have to go outside of the States or stay overnight, things to that nature. Him saying to you, honey, you know, I got to go out on this business trip and I want you to come along with me. Or I have this business trip and I'm, these are the people that are going and um, he's sharing information about certain women that, that's, that that he works with or he has to be involved with. He's saying, honey, you know, this person, this person, this person is going along. And of course, this young lady is going to be a part of the business trip. But we are going to have to. I just want to let you know who's going to be there. I just don't want you to feel like I'm not giving you all the details. And I just want you to know who is going to be around. And um, I want to just hold myself accountable if you have had experiences in the past. with Maybe you've had experiences in the past with your relationship with infidelity or, you know, a relationship or something that interfered with your relationship and you really he's really showing you that he's want to be accountable maybe he's even doing things like um if he feels like he's becoming vulnerable he calls you on the phone and say honey I just want to share with you I had a moment where I just felt like I was falling you know just like when you having when you uh uh, uh alcohol recovered recovered alcohol and you feel like you're about to take a drink you want to hold yourself accountable you want to call that person your your leader or whoever you want to call them and say hey I'm having these thoughts I'm having this 
thought I want to take a drink and I need someone to hold me accountable so I won't take that drink. Same thing in your relationship. You you're like, hey, I want to be open. I want to be honest with my partner. I feel like I was getting a little caught up. I was having a drink with some fellows and these ladies came to the table and I found myself kind of interested in wanting to get to know this young lady. I think that if a man is able to give you that, I think he's pretty open. I think he's really being honest. I think that he's really trying. And I think that you should honor the fact that he's um, being honorable to your relationship by not withholding his experiences, but you can respect him as a man that he's trying to be honest with you about where his thoughts was going or if he was vulnerable to some things. So I'm just saying that this may not be present in your relationship, but maybe someone else has experienced that and they have this level of understanding that they are holding each other accountable in their relationship. And that creates some form of trust, whether you want to acknowledge it or not, whether you feel like it's bullcrap, if it's bullcrap, call it bullcrap. But if it's not and it's real, um, hey, if you know that you have had these struggles in your relationship and your partner is willing to give you that, then I think it's honorable. Even if your partner is saying, hey, I have to go out of town, but I want to take um, um, my sister. She's going to go with me to make sure that I'm holding I'm accountable to like when I go to these meetings, when I go out, she's going to be right there with me so that I am accountable. And I'm never I don't ever want to get caught up where I'm doing something that I would not honor in my relationship. So I'm going to have my sister by my side that can make sure that I'm being accountable to my relationship and to myself. So, I mean, it's just all kinds of ways that individuals and relationship can create trust and they can build confidence in a relationship. And these are just some things that I'm calling out. Um, like just, just being honest with your friends. You're a male can just be straight up honest with their friends, their male friends that are single, whether they're single, they're married friends. And they go out and say, Hey dude, listen, I'm just not interested in entertaining other women. I'm trying to keep a happy home or I just don't want to mess up my household. So I'm not going to be going out with you X, Y, Z. Um, I got all these things going on, but we're trying to work on being, you know, building trust. I'm not going to lie to my partner about I'm going over here when you all trying to take me over here. It's just all kinds of ways that you can build trust in your relationship that brings confidence to the relationship. So don't be simple minded, but be open to all avenues of having discussions that can create this. So when you want to embody these things, these are the ways that you can create certain boundaries and you can also develop the things that you want by doing these things. So it's not one thing set in stone, but it's just something to think about. Anyway, um, just going on here, we're going to move on. Um, that passion. She wants she wants to create and embody passion and connection. Then there has to be a dis. Uh, she has she has came to a point of discovery that okay, we're lacking something in our relationship, and it may be sex, it may be uh, intimacy. Sex and intimacy are different. Um, it depends on what conversation you're having or what you're doing when you talk about intimacy. Intimacy can be a lot of things. Uh, you can have intimate conversations. You can have sex is a form of intimacy. Um, intimacy is is special moments that you create with each other. And so she's going to embody that in her relationship. She's going to step into this place of of, of a point of no return where if she has fallen out of um, attraction, if she has, if she no longer was attracted to her partner. She wants to develop this attraction for her partner again. So there's some things that she's going to do in the bedroom differently than what she's ever done before. If she didn't have these intimate moments with her partner, she's going to start embodying that by performing in a way that brings back the intimacy if there's intimate moments that she's never shared with her partner through conversation, she's going to open up the window and allow herself to pour in those intimate moments. She's going to walk therein. And this is the point of discovery. I have allowed these things to leave my relationship. And now I want to bring back this, these things that I have discovered are lacking that 
causes me to feel alone in my relationship. And now I want to create this atmosphere of this thing that I totally want. And that's what she's going to do to become the woman that no longer feels alone in her relationship. But she she feels completely connected. She's open. She has trust and she has confidence in her relationship. So she's just knocked out all of that other stuff that she was struggling with because she's going to embody that. She's ready to embody that. She's absolutely ready. She's ready. She's on fire. Let's go on to version two. Version two of this woman, she has a fear of building, of having a failed relationship, okay, with her partner. So she has all of these fears. I mean, she has fear of a fear. And so her struggle was the low self-esteem, lack of confidence, um, and afraid to ask, afraid. I mean, she doesn't know how to ask for what she wants. So she has so much fear. She don't even think she's beautiful to her partner. She doesn't feel like she's sexy to him. She doesn't feel like she turns him on. She doesn't feel like he's into her, right? She has this low self-esteem. So she has this this very, she has self-doubt, completely self-doubt of who she is in in his eyes. And so she lacks so much in her relationship that now she wants to embody this sex appeal. She wants to embody this sex appeal Um, she wants to, um, build this confidence in herself. She wants to, she wants to lower, she wants to heighten the bar of, of knowing her worth, her self-worth, knowing why she's, why she deserves what she wants of what she wants. She's deserving. So her, so I mean, for her, she wants to just embody self-worth. She wants to embody confidence in herself. She wants to be bold. She wants to develop this sex appeal in herself. And she wants to be bold in knowing her self-worth. So she's going to start asking for what she wants. Mm-hmm. She's going to ask for what she wants. She's going to speak to what she wants. And she's going to ask for what she wants. So she want to build her confidence in herself. So this this woman really... Um, has, you know, has had some issues in her past. She's had some difficulties, but now she wants to say, you know what? (laughs) I have all this fear because of the things that we experienced in the past, but now I have soul confidence in who I am and I know what I want. So it's another thing that she's going to do is that she's going to completely embody and pour into herself her own needs, her own wants, her own desires. She's going to fill herself up. And this is all I'm going to say about this woman. I'm going to say this. But before I do, let me just say this. Let me just share this with you. Thank you for listening in to the Relationships Really Do Matter podcast. Each week we bring you new content as we discuss relationships and how to define love in your life. We would love for you to support us as we continuously bring new content to our listeners and also be able to support the lives of other people. If you would be generous enough to send us a small donation, anywhere between 5 to $20, we would love to um, allow you to do so at Cash App, dollar sign, Elbony Riggins. That's dollar sign, E-L-B-O-N-Y. R-I-G-G-I-N-S. And just send your small donation and we would appreciate you so very kindly and we thank you for your support. So what I'm going to say to this about this woman, she is one of the women that she has discovered that she's ready to step into giving her herself more of what she really wants. She's not waiting for him to fulfill her needs, her wants and desire. She's really ready to embody who she wants to be as a woman. She's discovering that in order for her to truly be happy, 
is that she first got to give it to herself. She can't wait on her partner to make her happy. Happiness comes from within. In order for her to create this sense of happiness, she has to begin to heal her inner self and begin to live out loud the things that she has always desired to be as a person. And then she wants to build her self-esteem by giving her more of what she wants, falling in love with herself again so that she can build up her confidence and build her self-esteem up and then begin to be bold about what she wants because she knows her worth. This is so amazing. This woman right here, this version number two, oh my God. Once she step in and embody that, she ain't going to fear having no failing relationship anymore because she's become something new. She understands who she is and what her worth is. And she understands that even if this relationship doesn't work, I'm going to be okay because I'm in love with myself. I'm fully in love with myself. I'm happy with who I am. I'm confident in who I am. I know how to ask for what I want because I know what I'm worthy of having. Oh, my God. She's happy. She's completely happy with herself. And I think this is this woman right here, she got it together. She has everything that she needs because she's she has figured it out. And once she began to walk that out and embody that, oh, she will have a successful relationship. Her relationship. As long as she keep working on that continuously because there's no, no such thing as a perfect relationship. What it is is perfecting the relationship that you have. And that takes the work daily. Daily work that you put in every single day to perfect the things that you have. And that is what's going to create a lifelong, of, uh, a lifelong relationship of happiness, joy, peace, love, and all of those things, connections that you want. So as long as she keep working on herself and doing the things that she want to do, building herself up, being confident, all of that, oh, she'll have a, a, a successful relationship. As long as she keeping her values and working on all of that stuff, that inner stuff, yeah, she will. Oh, that's a wonderful woman right there. But let's go on to version number three. She wants to embody this. But first, before I tell you what she's discovered about what she wants to embody, the version three, number woman, the version three of a woman, she was the one that wanted to feel heard, cherished, understood, and supported by her partner. Um, this woman here, her struggle was that she struggled with effect, effectively communicating her needs. She doesn't know her own self-worth, okay? Mm-hmm. She lacks the ability to set healthy boundaries in her relationship. So she had all these things that were going wrong in her relationship. And she just felt like maybe she 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 even felt like her, her partner didn't respect her or he didn't honor the relationship or honor her as his partner. And there were things that maybe he said to her. Maybe he was maybe he called her names. Maybe he cursed at her very badly. Maybe he disrespected her in front of people. I mean, he could have been doing a lot of things. But her feelings, her emotions were broken, were torn. She wants to feel heard. She wants to feel cherished. She wants to feel understood and supported by her partner. And so she had all of these major lack of the emotional things that she wanted from her partner. So... Emotionally, she she was lacking. She was like, hey, cut off. So she, emotionally, she's not available because she has she doesn't feel all these things. So she probably has a shortage of showing these things. So remember, she she struggled with effectively communicating her needs. So I'm pretty sure she was emotionally cut off in her relationship as well. So. <coughs> excuse me. This is live again, so no editing here. <clears throat> but let's get on with this woman. What does she want to embody? She wants to embody to be emotionally available. That's what she wants to embody. She wants to be fully connected to herself, her feelings, her emotions, her communication, her words, her truth. She wants to be 
authentic to herself. If it hurts, she want to say it hurts. She don't want to cover up anymore. Yep. And she um, she wants to set up her boundaries. She want to tell you exactly how you have hurt her, or what you do, what you have done, or what you are doing, what it's doing to her. And she wants to be expressive. Now, she doesn't want to be mad. She doesn't want to be the angry black, the the angry woman, (laughs) as they call it. But she wants to be the woman that is expressive and being able to nurture her needs and know how to get what it is that she needs emotionally from her partner. So she's going to be emotionally attached and she wants to be available to show her emotions and she needs a partner that's emotionally available. All of this lack of emotion and, and, and not getting and receiving, she she doesn't want that anymore. So she wants to embody this thing. So she's going to be very talkative about how she feels. So she wants to be able to communicate effectively. So she's wanting to share her feelings. So she's going to be open. She wants to embody this emotional availability, this this new way of communicating that brings her and her partner together, brings a connection, an intimate, a, a certain level of intimacy into her relationship. And she wants to be able to know how to speak to her needs, her wants, her desires. And be able to say no to the things that she doesn't want and say yes to the things that she wants. And she wants her and her partner to be able to just share how they feel. And to embody that, simply this is that she has she has to be fully open and ready to communicate, to effectively communicate with her partner about how she has been feeling. So what she's going to do is she's going to just just start sharing. So like when it hurts, she's going to say it hurts. But she's going to say it in a way that she can reach her partner. If it's needs that she needs, if there's certain things that she needs, she's going to find a way to express her needs to her partner without being offensive to him. And without her getting on the defensive. Remember, she wants to connect with him emotionally. She wants him to sit down and express how he feels. And she wants to do the same. So she's going to really connect to her heart. She's going to connect to her intuition. And she's going to be completely aware like she is. She is aware of how she feels. She's aware of her feelings and her emotions. She just wasn't giving voice to it. So she's going to be so much open to communicating on a level with her partner where she's just sharing. She just, you know, hey, babe, listen, I um, I know, you know, things that she never would say, she would never give voice to, she would never speak to. You know, I know that. I never share this with you, but it hurts me when you curse at me. And I I no longer am willing to accept you cursing at me the way you do. I think it's respectful if you would talk to me in a way that's not as, you know, that doesn't offend me. Cursing at me offends me. So I ask that you refrain from doing that. And that's a nice way of asking. And it's not telling him you're asking him. I ask that you you refrain from cursing at me. Or I feel like I'm being treated as a child. Like I'm being treated like I'm your child instead of your equal. The way you communicate with me. It makes me feel like I am. Like you are my superior And I just ask that if you would just talk to me as if I'm your wife or your partner, you know, ask, 
share and ask, not share and tell him what you're not going to do, but share and ask. These are simple practices that we can embody. And this is what she wants to embody in her relationship so to so that she can she can get what she wants. These are the healthy boundaries that she's doing, that she's putting out there because she's sharing with him and asking him. And she's also speaking to her truth of what she's no longer willing to accept. And I think that that helps build a beautiful relationship in respect to her standing up to her needs, her wants and her desires. But she's also giving him room to create the necessary, make the necessary adjustments so that she both, she can also, you know, while she's yet asking him, she can ask him also this, what do you need from me? In respect to what you're asking, allow him to ask you the same thing for his, you know, for the same thing he needs. And then ask the question in return, how does it make you feel when I share this with you? You know, because she emotionally wants to connect with him. So she wants to be more understanding as well. So she's going to embody these things. But I'm excited because I'm just giving you some nuggets as these versions of this, this, these women are developing in their strategy of how to get the things that they want and how they express their, you know, their experiences and how we are able to connect through this podcast to kind of just open the door a little bit and peep into the lives of these women and maybe we can identify with some of these things and we can be able to discover how we can by just the little the little droplets of nuggets that I'm giving out how we can create change in our own relationships by seeing into the lives of these three versions of women in their relationships. So I appreciate you so much for being a part of this four-week series, and I ask you to continue to join us because we still have a little bit more to share, Um, but we'll be finishing up shortly, and as we begin to, to finish up, I want you to understand that um, it's a beautiful thing to be in a relationship. It's beautiful. Our relationships are beautiful. They are so beautiful. They're dynamic. Two people be in a relationship, creating a family or creating this love affair, learning each other, learning the the truths about one another, learning your weaknesses, your strengths, supporting each other through your challenges, having the moments of, of discovery, but also the moments of difficulty and how you grow together and begin to understand each other better through communication and connection. I think it's beautiful. And I think that it takes patience. It takes patience and a lot of work. Um, Relationships are only as hard as you make them. But I think that through our trials and our tribulations and our hardships in life, they can be challenging for us. And it it takes patience to, to connect in this world with other people. Because we all come from different makeups. We don't don't come from the same tree or the same branch or the same root. You know? You're trying to connect the dots. And sometimes you don't share the same values. And sometimes you share the same values. But also you do things differently. So... I think sometimes you're you're uh, you have values that are similar, but they line up differently when you start listening out your values are in order differently, and so you show up differently, but you still value the same things. So it, it's it's a lot of things that there's a lot of different moving parts with relationships. Um, based on your family experiences and childhood experience, experiences, I should say, because to be able to understand the makeup of an individual, you got to understand them as an individual, and that includes what their experiences have been. And until you really can identify, you really, you know, where your partner may feel like, 
um, it's harder for one to grasp an understanding of something versus another one is really understanding and and really have um, become this individual that's really aware of themselves. It's because they have figured it out based on what they have experienced in their life. And the other partner may not have had such experiences that they may still are struggling with some things about their own self-awareness. I think self-awareness comes through life experiences. I think it comes through, you know, you, your connection to who you are, you know, you just present. Some people are not as present as they should be in life. You know, some of us go through life day to day on cruise control and we really are not paying attention to what's where our speedometer is, speedometer, odometer, I mean, odometer or whatever you want to call the word where we are able to leverage how fast we're going because we're really attentive to our, you know, our patterns, our behaviors of the fast, the goals, the slow down, the cautions, the stops, the green lights, all of those things part of the life. And then some people are autopilot where they're just flowing because they have had a lot of negative experiences that they have yet to have gained control of and taken back control of their life and be able to identify where they are and, and, and really be st- tuned in to the green lights, the yellow lights, the red lights, and the speedometer, the autometer, to be able to say, oh, you know, I'm going this at this speed. I'm making this turn. I'm stopping here. I'm cautioning yellow here. All of those things play a major role in your relationship makeup and how you are connected to oneself. So I hope that was a good analogy of what I just explained. It's just like taking this, for instance, you may be a child that has grown up where in your you you may have been raised up in a single family home with just your mom. And then your partner may have grown up into a, a, a two-parent home where it was mom and dad and both of them worked and they had good income, they lived comfortably. And the other one was a single-parent home of a struggling single mom and they lived in a lot of conflict, a lot of like confusion, like money problems and stress and struggle where you had zoomed in ease and comfort and you didn't have the need for special attention to be given to certain things you never needed it or you never required it because you didn't have there was no experience for that where your partner may just felt like alone or may felt like hey I don't feel worthy or no one's taking looking at me or giving me the attention that I need or want or deserve and I'm lacking in a lot of things And I need people to see me. I need people to understand me. I need people to help me. I need to, I need some support. And you in this other two family home and you have, you know, money, there's no lack. And you feel like, hey, I get lots of attention. I get my needs wanted. I'm fully supported. So when you come together as adults, your partner may have like, if they haven't overcome these things, meaning that, they have had as they grew up they had on top of the struggle that they had in childhood they may have came into relationships that were lacking somewhat like their experiences as a child and so when they get older and then they overcome that and they kind of build their self-worth up and they start saying hey I'm ready to come out of this lag mentality or you know not having this this love, attention, and all this stuff that I need. I'm ready to step my game up now. I understand that love is available to me. I deserve more. And then they meet you, this person that, oh, I've already seen plenty of love. I I don't have this lack. And then y'all come together and you, the person that come from the single family struggle and you've had relationships that had lack in it and you didn't get the attention that you needed and that was the same similar thing that you were experiencing as a child that you didn't get the attention that you needed no one notices you no one considered you stuff like that was going on you didn't get your needs fulfilled 
and then in your relationship the same thing you didn't get your needs fulfilled and man you in this beautiful relationship better relationship that you ever had and your partner is this partner this field in this bubble he's been in this bubble for quite some time in his life and he loves you and you love him but you seem to bump heads at times because you 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 realize even though he loves you a lot, sometimes you don't feel like he really sees and identifies your needs, your wants. And so it's just like he's just railroading you. Like he's just the train is coming. He's the train and you the you the car that's waiting at the track or you you crossing the track and he see you coming and he don't even stop. He just go right over you. And he's not doing it intentionally. It's just that he's not able to identify with what you have experienced based on what his experiences have been as a child and in his adult life. He hasn't had the things that you have experienced. And so he's not quite understanding. Well, he's not, I'm not going to say he's not quite understanding. He may not have identified where he's lacking of supporting you or to being um, in consideration of you because those are things he never struggled with and as he go on in life he's going on the way he's always have had to go on in his life and he's not realizing oh you know what I didn't even think or I didn't even realize I was overlooking her needs I've been doing all of these things like he could have been really really um, giving you some things that he really felt like he was doing, he, he was on top of his game. Like he was like, I want to surprise her with this gift. I want to give her this money. I want to, um, I want to, you know, surprise her with this. I want to go home and I want to make love to her. I want to just hold her. But then it's times when there's moments where it's just these simple things that he doesn't do for her or he lacks in. And she's like, hey, you know, he didn't even consider. He didn't even think about. There was no doubt in my mind that he should have known that this was would have bothered me or this would have affected me. That he, you know, it could be something simple as that. She always wanted to have a celebration for her birthday or she never felt she never was celebrated, you know, like, like have a birthday party. And then when it comes to anniversary, he doesn't make this a big celebration. He may just like simply give her a gift. And he doesn't make this as a up as a big to do. And because she really wanted him to notice her and celebrate because she lacked it when she was a child and when she was in her previous marriage, she may feel a certain kind of way because he didn't know that this is something that she desired or she something that she would have wanted. But he just gave her what he felt like what was good enough but because of her struggle or the things that she felt like she needed or she wanted she never was able to receive she can bring that into her relationship and it can feel like he's not really understanding or considering her or noticing her or even paying attention to her needs or the things that he's you're not aware of because maybe she has talked about it Maybe she has said, you know, um, I always wanted to have birthday parties and have celebrations, and I never was given it. Maybe she shared it, and he never gave it thought, or he overlooked it, because he was like, shoot, who hasn't had a birthday party? Because that's something he never lacked, but he doesn't understand the in-depthness or the meaning behind how touchy that situation could be for her. Because he never experienced it. So I'm hoping I'm p painting this picture for you. 
so you can understand that relationships can be difficult based on the experiences that each partner has had in their life and it's so so important that you do become connected and aware connected to your partner but totally aware of yourself and aware of your your partner's emotional needs are to be able to embody a beautiful relationship with your partner so that's the reason why I say relationships do take work because it's not a one-man show at all it's a two-person showdown <laughs> and I say a showdown because I mean it's it's, <clears throat> it's just that it ain't just your emotions involved it's the other person's and you gotta be willing to care enough to want to make the necessary adjustments to get to the to down the road of happiness to even be able to be on one accord so i will see you on the next episode we do appreciate you here we are so grateful for you guys and um, i hope you are enjoying this series if you are looking for opportunities to work with me one-on-one um, you can always shoot me an email at support at com, and that's spelled E-L-B-O-N-Y-R-I-G-G-I-N-S. And we'll see you in the next episode. Well, I hope you are able to gain some really good nuggets from this podcast. And if you feel like you would like to deep de- dive into your relationship and really create some clarity and gain some understanding and also some tools that that will help you create this better loving relationship in your life and you need some support and you would like to work with me one-on-one I'm opening the doors of opportunity to work with me if you will email me at support at albanyriggins.com that's spelled e-l-b-o-n-y r-i-g-g-i-n-s and if you'll put in the subject line support, I would be more than happy to reach back and out to you to actually schedule an appointment for us to have a one-on-one conversation so we can see if we are a good fit. I'll see you on the next episode.